Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go, people. On a Tuesday, August the 6th, 2019. Welcome in. Time to make it rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. Plenty to get to here over the next hour and 55 minutes as uh, we take you around the NFL. We'll give you the latest headlines. We'll pop into a couple of camps. We got some depth charts. And oh yeah, we've got some preseason football getting ready to take center stage on Thursday night here. Full slate of games. Excited for that, of course. Plenty of Major League Baseball uh, going on here. Yesterday, it uh, it started early with the Mets. It ended late with the Mets, Dane. And those New York Mets, it's interesting. We uh, I dove in and took a look at uh, some of the numbers here for this team. And more importantly, because when you get to this time of year, it's all about scheduling. And the Mets have kind of gotten hosed prior to this month. Really? A majority, they have played more away games than any other team in Major League Baseball. And when you look at the rest of the schedule on with throughs, they're going to play close to 70% of their games at home at Citi Field moving forward. Hmm. And the reason that is interesting is because, and it's, you know, it's, it's good and it's bad, but you get that home cooking, their schedule lines up where they're going to be, everybody that's currently ahead of them right now, their upcoming series over the next, over the month of August, will include a double shot of the Philadelphia Phillies, of the Washington Nationals, of the Atlanta Hmm. Braves. They're going to play everybody that is ahead of them here. And if they can hold their own, and with that pitching staff, which I, I don't know if, and again, it's, we're still, we're still seven weeks left to go at the end, but I, I'm willing to go out and say on a limb that I would rather play the guys that I know I have to beat in the month of August Ooh. now, especially when I've won 17 out of the last 22. Um, I want those guys. I want to be able to test myself because if they can hold their own, you know, currently they're plus 5,000 to win the National League East. They're six and a half games behind Atlanta. But you got to play all those teams ahead of you early. You give me DeGrom, Syndergaard, Stroman, Wheeler. If they can sneak in to the uh, – if they can somehow get themselves into the wild card, which I I like them better than I like Philadelphia. I can tell you that right now. Um, all of a sudden, there are going to be a few people, Dane, that are going to owe Brody Van Wagner a bit of an apology uh, and and kudos because nobody else saw it. We trade Syndergaard. Well, you get get pieces. Regroup. Well, they're starting to hit. And last night, the bullpen actually didn't give up a lead. They actually scored three runs in the bottom of the seventh to take the lead, and the bullpen didn't give up the lead. Oh my word! Could this be 
Could it be the amazing Mets we're looking at making a wild card run here? Uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates. Morning. Make it rain. Let's cockadoodle do it. Uh, it could be. It could be. I will say this, though, Joe. The fact that they are kind of front-loaded with away games, right? And so they have a lot of home games left to go. That's nice. As I look, the Mets are 10 games over 500 at City Field at 30 mm. and 20, and they got 50 games left. I mean, you know, the idea of on its face, can you make up two and a half games in 50 games? The answer is yes. Okay, yes, you can. And do they look better now as what I said to your boy Tony Finn last night on In Game Live? They will, you know, 80% of the time, they will likely have a starting pitcher advantage going to the hill. They're number one, better than most number ones. They're number two, better than most number twos. They're number three, same thing. They're number four when it is Zach Wheeler who is on the hill tonight. Same thing. So that, that makes sense to me. The only issue I have here is that they have still so many teams to – it's not even hop over anymore, right? Like in the next 50 games, Joe, out of the Nationals, Phillies, Cardinals, Brewers, Mets, Diamondbacks, Giants, like those seven teams, mm -hmm. they've got to have the best record. Not the yep. fact that they've won gone 17 and four in their last 20 or whatever it is. Starting on Tuesday, August 6th, for the next 50 games, they have to outdo six other teams. That's what it's really about because they are so close, right? We're all now here. Can they? Maybe. But, you know, two weeks ago, Joe, you were saying the same thing about the San Francisco Giants. We've been saying the same thing about the Washington Nationals, about what they can run out there, whether Scherzer's there or not. So, like, we'll see. And I do like the fact I think their best path to it, Joe, is just, you know, finish second in your division. <laughs> you know, Joe, beat the beat the Nationals when you see them heads up. Beat the Phillies when you see them heads up. Like, let's see the Phillies. If they go, you know— Six and three against the Phillies the rest of the time they play, boom, mm -hmm. they've hopped them. So we'll see. But I will admit it is more encouraging than it has been. And the fact that they have those four starting pitchers makes me feel like it's more sustainable than when we were talking the same thing about the San Francisco Giants a few weeks ago. Yeah, and absolutely. Listen, DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Strowman, and even Wheeler at this point yeah. is is going to give you a leg up over everyone else. I, I love the fact that they've got the guy that those teams that they got to leapfrog are all coming to City Field, man. You're going to have your chance. You don't have to win every game. You just got to win, if not win the series, split the series, and make sure you don't give anything back. And with right. that rotation, you're throwing guys out there. My word, um, you have an opportunity to be able to do it. And the guys ahead of them, as far as pitching goes, when you look at at what they've got here, I mean, there is you've got the the Nationals who, depending on what happens with Scherzer, by the way, uh, and we still don't know because he's back on the IL here. But right. the Phillies, yeah, I don't think it compares. Uh, the Cards, I don't think it compares. The Brewers. Who the hell are the Brewers going to throw out there? They're mixing and matching all over the place. So uh, the Mets, to me, of all these teams that are within striking range, and the Mets are now just two and a half games out of the wild card spot, the only team I think that compares uh, to line up would be the Nationals. I, I don't think the Phillies have the pitching, nor do I think the Cardinals have the pitching 
to be able to go on these crazy runs like we're seeing, you know, the uh, the Mets do right now. The Mets are also hitting, and I don't think the the hitters get enough credit here either, Dane. I think um, I think O'Neill, who we've talked about, uh, Alonzo, yeah, like three thirty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it's that pen. If they can, if they can somehow figure out how to get Diaz back to the old Diaz, the Mets don't sleep on him. 50 to 1, win the National League. What's more about? What's more about? You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. All right, welcome back. It is time to make it rain. It's what we do here on Kennedy Sports Radio. 
Radio Network. He is Dean Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri, and thank you very much for making us a part of your morning. We'll take a look at uh, some of these NFL headlines from the last 24 hours, try to get you caught up on uh, all the latest transactions. Uh, but just to uh, just to finish up on this New York Mets thing, and there's a couple of there's a couple of points here about the Mets moving forward. Yes, they have a boatload of games at City Field, which is good. Yes, their schedule went for is hard to soft in the season, which again, timing is everything. And good, you go sure. 17 of your last 22. You're going to put yourself in contention when everybody else outside of the division leaders is kind of hanging around, uh, you know, within a couple of games of each other. There is a chance, especially with that pitching staff. Now, what does that mean from a betting perspective? Well, Mm. it it means the ship has sailed. Those that were making money betting the New York Jets, uh, you know, up until the All-Star break, you... Your units, uh, you know, your bankroll got a hell of a lot bigger by backing the Mets. Congratulations. I think what we witnessed yesterday, the Mets minus 360 in the game uh, in DeGrom's game one, minus 200 in a dude. People don't even know who the hell Lockett is, Uh, but he was still minus 200 uh, going up against uh, Alcantara. So I think that tonight, 220, minus 220 for uh, Wheeler, the days of profiting or being able to take advantage of a soft market on a team that ship is sailed it's probably not coming back anytime soon either guys with this pitching staff now uh the Mets are going to be priced out um from what betters would he be looking at look at some of the run lines but it's at the same time I think it's important to understand don't just look at this Mets team or any team for that matter that's winning 17 of 22 Don't just look at them and think automatically everything is working for the New York Mets. And what I mean by that is, yes, they just beat the Pirates. Yes, they just beat the White Sox. But make sure you understand that it's not more about what the White Sox aren't doing well or what what the issues with the Pirates are is the reason why the Mets were winning those games. Understand the current form of the team and understand – is what the Mets do well when they're going to take on Atlanta and Philadelphia and Washington. Do what the Mets do well line up great against maybe what those teams don't do well. Don't blanket everyone because they have a a winning streak going or a losing streak for that matter. Understand that if the Mets are winning, are they winning because of all the things they're doing great, Dane? Or are they winning because of all the things the teams they're playing aren't doing great? There is a big difference there, certainly from a betting perspective. There absolutely is, Joe. And what you are saying reminds me of what I say all the time in terms of teams looking at themselves in the mirror. Right, Joe? You're saying it's not about what the other teams are good or bad. It's about the kind of form you are in. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what I was that's what I kept on saying going into the trading deadline. I kept like remember when we were talking about the San Francisco Giants and I was like, yep. despite the winning streak, you need to look yourself in the mirror and have it not be like beer goggles when you do that, right? And that's what I'm saying here. I'm saying here, as the Mets look themselves in the mirror, they've got it, they've got a daily advantage at starting pitching. In an objective fashion, I can say that. When the Giants were doing this run and we all were talking about it, we were like, oh, my goodness, this is so great. Maybe what they need to do is try to make a run for Bruce Bochy or do it for Madison Bumgarner. Like that was Mm – I believe that 
Joe, was this exact thing you're cautioning about, like with the Mets streak here. Like, I think that's what was going on with the Giants when they looked themselves in the mirror. It wasn't about who they really were. They're now four and six in their last 10 games and have gone kind mm-hmm. of right back to the the also-ran pack, as it were. That's why I said at the top of the show, I think this Mets run is more sustainable because of the objective fact that they have an advantage at starting pitching every time they start a game. And that is a difference for the Mets than some of these other teams that may have a great stretch over two weeks, may go 11-2 and or something like that. That's what I'm saying. I think this is more sustainable in an objective fashion because of the starting pitching. You're absolutely right, Joe. It all comes back to teams under Understanding who they are and looking themselves in the mirror. Yep. And understanding who the opponents are because yeah. you can dominate Pittsburgh and the White Sox all you want. But again, you have to understand was it the Mets are just that much better or, or is it that Pittsburgh and the White Sox, they just don't match up? The things they don't do well right now were no match for the Mets. When you look at Atlanta, Washington, and Philadelphia over the next 30 days, they're going to play each other an awful lot. You got to figure out what is the current form of those teams and do what yeah. what their deficiencies can the Mets exploit them? Can the are the Mets in the kind of form right now to be able to take advantage of it, or does Atlanta have the the leg up right. there because they hit left-handed pitching or right-handed pitching better? Uh, it just don't go by the bottom line here. And what we're saying is, don't just look at a team and say seventeen out of the last twenty-two, the Mets are on fire. They're going to win every. Eh. Understand the opponent definitely matters, but so does the current form of the teams you're looking at. Now, the Yankees, for instance, last night, they might as I didn't realize they have two Yankee stadiums. One's in the Bronx and one is in Baltimore. That's uh, right. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, 32 home runs in one ballpark uh, this year is on an away field. Is just mind-blowing, and we haven't seen it since 1957 when a team, the Milwaukee Braves and Hank Aaron were the last one to do it against Cincinnati. Uh, 32 home runs, they dominate. They've got guys again yesterday, Dane. You mentioned it over the weekend. I have no idea who this fat guy Ford is. I, I've never... Mike Ford, he's hitting bombs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tara, it's like... Who are these people? It's ridiculous, but to me... Again, Yankee fans, you're going to look at this and go, you know what was great, guys? The Yankees won. They're hitting home runs. Everything is well. Well, I will caution you. Tanaka went five and a third, got lit up for 10 hits, six runs. Guys, every time the Yankees got the damn lead, Tanaka kept giving it back to Baltimore. And that's a problem, Dane, moving forward. I know Tanaka looks like he's been working on some things mechanically, and what better way to do it than against teams like Baltimore, but that has got to be disconcerting because it's been four starts now that Tanaka is not in the great forms, and again, this is the perfect scenario. Yankees, what they do very well matches up good against what the Baltimore Orioles don't do very well. But this could be right. a different story when you take on Cleveland and Houston and some of the better teams. Don't just blanket the Yankees an automatic win because they're the Yankees. There is something else going on here. Read between the lines with this team. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I've said before. You know, this offense may be able to mash its way in the regular season, but when you're up against the Indians pitching staff, the Astros pitching staff, whatever the case may be, we're going to need to just not be three run homers. We're going to have to manufacture some rallies. That's why it's so important that guys like DJ LeMahieu continue to hit over 320. Right. And I said that's why it's important for the Yankees to not acquire an innings eater, but to get a value add in the playoffs so that they can match up arm mm. for arm against those starters. I think that's absolutely the case. And that's what we know the Yankees, if anything, have needed for the better part of a year and a half now. That other top stud to put at the top of the rotation in the offseason. They thought they acquired that one a kind of guy in James Paxton. He hasn't right. fully lived up to the hype or what they thought he could be although I will say he pitched very well last time out I believe it was Friday against Boston and we'll see if he's turning Mm -hmm. the corner but yes that is what's needed as you get into playoff territory going from depth to going to elite talent at the top Mm. of the roster but at least the Yankees did win Joe because I look Cleveland lost one nothing Tampa lost two nothing the A's lost five six last night those are all those and then the Boston Red Sox won right so Mm, remember how the Red Sox needed to make hay this week and it's not really against the Yankees it's against the teams I just outlined the Indians the Braves the A's those are the teams they're really competing against right now yeah Tanaka scares me should definitely scare yankee fans uh to your point paxton and half have actually looked pretty decent here over the last couple of times out maybe they can turn a corner but they're gonna have to figure something out at the top there where's severino these days severino about that coming up the fantasy sports radio network indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job more job seekers use indeed than any other site so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for i needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience plus indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast now i'm back to having just one job see why more than three million companies worldwide use indeed to hire post your job at indeed.com hire indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book that now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first clean. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Did we just become best friends? Yep. The best friends forever. I love watching Philip Lindsay run. I mean, he runs. Oh. His hair's on fire. I mean, he's a maniac. He's got a lot of hair, too. Completely, More hair than you, Ewa. Completely unaware that he's 5'10 <laughs> and 160 pounds. Reminds me a lot of Derek Ward, little but ran like a damn lunatic. And I believe the Denver Broncos are going to be very effective at running the ball. The case against, who knows who's going to carry the ball. Is Lindsay going to be the pass catcher, or do they hire theoretic for no reason whatsoever? It's very confusing. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. It might be time to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook. And good news is, listeners of this show, well, you can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks right now. It's pretty simple. Just create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit, then you place your first bet, and DraftKings matches it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, this offer is eligible for all users, plus new users get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. You need to act quickly, however, because this offer will not be around forever. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. And welcome in here on this Tuesday. I can't believe it. August the 6th. Uh, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we look to make it rain. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez, and we take a look at some of the NFL headlines and training camp stories uh, from the last 24 hours. And we'll start, Dane, with our boys, uh, Gang Green there and the New York Jets, who continue to find offensive line people who are either retired or were you know were were ready to go or were going to get let go and they did it again yesterday Alex Lewis um from the Ravens uh I guess he was being he was being released by the Ravens but he actually never even made it to the waiver wire because the Jets scooped in and picked him up and He's been with Baltimore. I, I guess they got him for a 2020 conditional seventh round pick. Basically nothing. Right. They ended up exactly. getting him. But he was a fourth round pick from the Ravens in 2016. He did start 10 games last season. He is expected to compete for a starting job at, uh, at left guard. Now, a bit of a health issue, but what offensive lineman isn't? He's missed 28 games in three years. He was unable. He was on that physically unable to perform list. He is recovering from shoulder surgery, but now here we go. This is the second lineman in about a week and a half now that the Jets have gone out and got. So I don't know whether I look at this as maybe Adam Gase is looking at what he had and goes, we need serious help, or are they just doing this because this was the plan all along to try and bolster and get as many guys on the O-line as possible? No, I think they're doing this not because Adam Gaze says that, but because new GM Joe Douglas has come in and has said, oh, we've got to address these lines. Okay, Mm. look at the way the Philadelphia Eagles are built. 
Joe, mm-hmm. okay, where he came from. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in all of football. Lane Johnson, Jason Peters, Travis Kelsey. Okay, no, not Travis. Uh, uh, the other Kelsey. Jason Kelsey, right? These, these, This is where they're buttered. And then look at what they've done over the last few years at the defensive line position. Remember how they had like a rotation of like seven guys at defensive line? They bring in Michael Bennett from the Seahawks, and he's not even a starter there for them to rotate. Mm. He understands what I've been you know, espousing for years, that teams are built in the NFL from the inside out. He knows that, and he got in there and was like, wait a second. We said this, Joe, in free agency, we wanted the Jets to draft to, to, to sign a center you know, from Paredes or Morse. We wanted the Jets to draft O-linemen. Yep. They didn't do that. Then after this comes in, then they can McCagnin. They bring in a new GM, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to address the line. Since then, he gets Khalil out of retirement, trades for Alex Lewis. I've been talking about them looking to try and trade for uh, Trent Williams as well. I think Joe Douglas came in here and put a higher priority on the trenches and saw that they were blunt guts trash in that area and was like, nah, 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 we've got to address this. And I absolutely love it, especially when you have an ascending second-year quarterback that you need to develop and protect as your priority. Oh, and by the way, the new prize running back you have that has been lauded as being so patient to the hold mm. and letting the offensive line do their work. I love this move and it signals to me that the Jets are not the damn circus and the clown show and worried about the back page anymore, that they're worried about building the team in the right way. I love what I'm seeing and I believe Joe Douglas is an adult. Mm. Well uh, well said, man. And it's, uh, and it's all All of it is pointing up for the New York Jets. Certainly, probably looking at one of the most improved teams across the board, both sides of the ball, uh, the New York Jets organization. Unfortunately, they're stuck in the same division as the Patriots. But keep in mind, too, they they are the number three team on the waiver wire uh, because of their record last year. So for the Jets to go out and actually trade for this guy, they must have thought, the 49ers or the Cardinals would have scooped this would guy up had they yeah. done it. So in order so to avoid that, I mean, it's not like they're 20, you know, like 20th. I mean, they were third. So that right. tells me yeah, but there was definitely some value to guarantee yeah, it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. But there was some value there for them to go. Right. There's no way the 49ers, Arizona would let this guy go. Right. So that's. That's Let's not forget the Arizona Cardinals had one of the worst offensive lines yes. in football yes. as well, right? Yeah, so that's the reason, right. Joe, that's the reason Josh Rosen is in Miami yep. right now, if you want to know yeah. the truth, right? Okay. So, yeah, they would have snapped them up also, and so it's a smart move, and Joe Douglas has said this. We are going to use every avenue possible, whether it's yeah. picking people up, whether it's trade, or whether it is that number three waiver wire, because, Joe, the other position they see themselves as weak at now, as Joe Douglas comes in and looks at the mirror, is cornerback and they use their number three waiver claim on a cornerback yesterday also a guy that had experience with the Philadelphia Eagles so I mean they're using every every tool in the toolbox and I love it yeah and there had to be a relationship there with Baltimore for this to happen because otherwise they you know they needed to know that this was going to be a possibility in order for that to be able to work out and as we have learned in the NFL, it's not as if uh, every general manager has a great relationship with other general managers. 
This is usually something that is required if uh, at least a respect level uh, that you need to have. And it looks like uh, Joe Douglas has got that from many teams here. And like you said, he's making all the right moves right now. How it all pans out on the field. Well, we'll get our first glimpse on Thursday as they take on the uh, the Giants. So that'll be fun to watch. Uh, we did tell you also earlier this week that Donta Foreman was released from the uh, from the Houston Texans. They didn't like his work ethic, which tells me, of course, he's a lazy POS. But yeah, right. Yeah, they weren't. Uh, it wasn't lazy enough for another AFC South team to go in there and claim him off of waivers. That's exactly what the Colts did. And it's interesting because you know, obviously, the Colts and the Texans are two teams that are probably going to do battle for that division. Yeah. And boy, I think it's interesting that they went, you know what? Let's go out and get, we like what we, not like they didn't know this kid. So they had seen him here for over a couple of years. They did get some depth. Uh, They replaced veteran Spencer Ware uh, because they put him on the reserve physically unable to perform list. He's got a foot injury. Um, Gillisley, I guess, is is also Mm. a potential situation there. So Marlon Mack. Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins, Jonathan Williams, now Donta Foreman. Uh, listen, I, he is definitely a serviceable backup, can definitely play the lead back if you need him to be. Uh, and if they can get to him playing with Andrew Luck, maybe and that offensive line, I, you know, maybe this could work out for everybody involved. Yeah, except for fantasy owners of, of certain running yes, backs. Yes, that's there, a good point. Okay? Yeah. Because If Dante Foreman becomes a contributing factor, it just means that the committee is bigger, Joe. And that means that there's less, you know, uh, either one of them. You like Mac as a fantasy guy? A lot of people, listen, a lot of people are thinking that Marlon Mack is a nice little sleeper at RB2, okay? And remember, Joe, when I say RB2, in essence, what that means is somewhere between 13 and 24, right? RB1s are the first through 12, okay? So that second group of 12. A lot of people thought he was a mid-level RB2. And here's the point I'm going to make. Remember uh, a couple days ago when we said the Broncos signed uh, Theo Riddick, right, after he got cut? I want to make the point of like the roles people play on their teams in the running back room, Joe. Theo Riddick is the same skill set as a guy like Philip Lindsay, not like Royce Freeman. You know what I mean? Right. So if anything, yep. he eats into the Lindsay share of volume as the kind of pass catching uh, agile fleet of footback, right? Not Royce Freeman. Similarly here, you mentioned you, you mentioned the depth chart in Indy, Joe, and you said it's Marlon Mack and then Naheem Hines. You know, Foreman is the same kind of back as Marlon Mack, a bigger right. back, a between-the-tackles kind of back. Naheem Hines is still going to be the kind of lightning of thunder and lightning, the PPR back. So if anything, this is a signal that there's the potential to eat into Marlon Mack's volume. And Marlon Mack is a guy that a lot of people think is on the upswing, but we have not seen be a bell cow for 16 games, okay? Right. So I would be a little bit hesitant to draft Marlon Mack, you know, because, Joe, he's going in the same level and the same range as guys like Leonard Fournette, Devontae Freeman, Kerryon Johnson, Aaron Jones, you know, those kinds of people. And I'd lean towards a lot of those people, like give me Devontae Freeman or Kerryon Johnson or Leonard Fournette over Marlon Mack right now. Uh, it's uh, again, they get there. We'll get to see the the first look here. We know Andrew Luck, that calf is a bigger story than anything else. But uh, I can tell you this. If 
he's going to miss any time. And there's obviously we're a long way away from figuring that out. But if he's going to miss a game or two, man, that running back position is going to be even more important on the uh, on the Indianapolis Colts to kind of hold down the fort until he gets back. Uh, we also had yesterday a couple of depth charts released. And uh, you got to hate it when you're a quarterback and you find out from the media where exactly you sit on the depth chart. This was Case Keenum yesterday during an interview about where he sits. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, really? so, yeah, I mean, that's that's news to me. And, you know, for me, uh, whatever reps I'm getting, whatever, you know, at point I play in a game, I mean, I'm getting ready to play. And that's that's hands down what I'm doing. Um, so, uh, you know, that's, that's for you guys to talk about and go. And so, you know, I'm, it's not going to change what I do. It's not going to change how I approach each day. Um, you know, that's just, that's just how I am. Talk about blindsided, man. They're like, so, um, so Case, it looks like uh, you're uh, you're behind uh, Colt McCoy. And he's like, huh? Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> But then he goes right into Coach Smith, right? Oh, I'll do the best I can. I'm just trying to play. I'm just trying to prepare. The window for a franchise that's starving like the Cleveland Browns. They're like the underdog. I mean, although they get a lot of hype now, and then you have Odell and, and Jarvis Landry to a lesser extent, and Baker Mayfield. People love to hate those guys, so I guess they're not the Cinderella like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the narrative around the country is that of you want to root for the Bills when they're close to making the playoffs. Working class city, you know, like blue collar type fans. You know, what's not to like there in Buffalo, right? Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. 
Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using dailyrodo.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Here we go. Make it rain, people, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez, as we go around the NFL here. Camps, uh, the headlines uh, making it here at this uh, this early hour on a Tuesday. We had told you, of course, Case Keenum uh, found out during an interview that he is listed as the backup to Colt McCoy. Now, a lot of teams are releasing their... Uh, their depth charts and and Keenum being behind Colt McCoy and and Haskins being third on this list does not concern me in the least bit. Colt McCoy's been there with uh, you know with Gruden forever, so he should be number one, I'm sure. As Keenum and Haskins work their way around, now we are hearing, of course, Dwayne Haskins. Listen, he looks like a rookie, new offense. They're still trying to figure out the Trent Williams situation there. It's um it's a tough. It's a tough road ahead for the uh, for the Redskins, to say the least. Um, I'm okay with, listen, Colt McCoy, nobody, it, more important than anything else would be to have somebody stable enough that understands the offense. And the reason I think Colt McCoy has lasted as long as he has is because of the relationship and the understanding he has with Jay Gruden and that offense. So uh, is Dwayne Haskins the future? Absolutely. Could Case Keenum overtake him? Yes, absolutely. How does all of that pan out from a fantasy standpoint on whether or not you want any Redskins on your team? I think that's a whole nother discussion, Dane. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like the Washington football team had a lot of assets that you were interested in fantasy to start with. Okay, they're not a dynamic, explosive offense. When I look at the fantasy kind of assets on Washington, really, the only thing you're worried about is the potential of second year kid Darius Geis to take a Mm -hmm. step forward. Um, You know, remember him coming off the ACL tear and he had a little hamstring issue as well. There's a chance that he could pop. And then don't forget also, you know, Jordan Reed, Joe, is a tight end who's, you know, incredibly injury prone, right? I, I, I kind of put him in the same group as a Tyler Eifert, Joe. 
Okay, a guy who can't ever be on the field. But if you tell me right now that he plays in 15 games, I'll show you a top 10 tight end. You know what I mean? And so after you get through the tight ends we've talked about that those first two tiers, if the first 10 tight ends are off the board, why not take a shot on Jordan Reed? Okay, as opposed to, say, Trey Burton or, you know, one of these other guys, because if he gets hurt like he always does, then you just drop him and pick up someone else like a replacement level player. But when I'm at that level, I'd rather take a shot on a guy who I have seen do it before. And I have seen guys that are really, really low, like 15 to 20 in the tight end ranks. Guys like Jordan Reed, guys like Tyler Eifert, guys like Jimmy Graham, you know, um, that I've at least seen it before. And so I take my flyer on that as opposed to some of the other options. But Washington is not kind of really a, a fantasy dynamic offense. Yeah, and the poor guy, I don't, you know, how many concussions are you going to get, dude, before you you start to reevaluate? It's a concussion every other week for that poor guy. But you're right. If healthy, I don't care who the quarterback is, you're going to get him the right. ball. He's one of the best tight ends um, in the game. Uh, depth chart also uh, being discussed here in Miami. Uh, Brian Flores, the new mm-hmm. head coach here in the Dolphins. Uh, listen, a week ago, nobody was even talking about Josh Rosen down here. Uh, talk to the guys that, um, the beat reporters here that cover the dolphin. I mean, it wasn't even, not even brought up. Uh, it was Mm. Fitzpatrick's team. And then that was the end of it. And hopefully he'll come along, but what a difference a week makes because the, uh, a lot of smoke getting blown towards, uh, Josh Rosen's way where he's really, uh, you know, maybe that's the whole thing. Flores, it appears, may have found a way to be able to motivate Josh Rosen, which has always been an issue throughout his career, uh, because yeah. what he's done over the last seven days, from what I'm hearing, is a night and day turnaround. Now, Fitzpatrick is still listed at the top of the depth chart, but it's nowhere even close to what it was like a week ago where they were they were looking at Rosen like, oh, boy, this is going to be terrible. Um, Rosen, in all likelihood is going to be the starter for the Dolphins come Mm. opening day. Uh, Fitzpatrick, from what I'm being told, though, is not going to go down. He is under no circumstances the guy that's there to bring along Josh Rosen. Like, he wants the job, and there is quite the battle brewing uh, between Rosen and Fitzpatrick. It's going to be interesting to watch this, uh, Dane, as it unfolds during the preseason. Fitzpatrick is, uh, he ain't conceding anything. And uh, a lot of times these two guys not even actually talking during the practice from what we understand. So uh, oh, really? keep an eye that's on, interesting yeah, yep, because Fitzpatrick in other ways, you know, was that kind of veteran that was happy yeah. to bring along the rookie that was such a positive locker room force. I'm reminded mm-hmm. of times when, like him, Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall had like such a great chemistry, how he, you know, helped bring along other young quarterbacks in the past. So that is interesting. Can I ask you a question about these Dolphins? It, and, and I will Joe. say this, though. The, yeah. the rumor is what they're saying is that he's under strict guidelines from Brian Flores, Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. To to do just that and challenge Rosen and to okay. kind of lie to so that seems to be the the feeling down there that Flores okay. has got Fitzpatrick being the the douche elder uh, in the uh, gotcha. in the crew and trying to push him that way so brilliant. Okay. Hey, if that's the way it's going to go, I have a question for you about these Dolphins. You know, we talk about Mm -hmm. the Rosen-Fitzpatrick dynamic. We've talked a little bit about Balaj and Kenyon Drake. One guy who I entered this season wanting to know a little bit more about, and I'm so happy that you're plugged in down there in Miami. Joe, I always think it is so hard 
for a rookie tight end to -hmm. make an impact in their rookie year, right? Because you got to learn all the blocking schemes. It's very different from college. But a lot of times, these tight ends take a second-year jump. I know Mark Andrews in Baltimore they're excited about. It just takes some time for them to put it all together. They went out and got last year in the draft what people thought was a mismatch nightmare out of Penn State, Mike Gasicki. And yeah. I'm wondering if in year two he has the ability to be that security blanket for a young quarterback like Josh Rosen. Are you hearing any positive buzz? Like we're hearing positive buzz about Balage. Are you hearing any positive buzz about Mike Gasicki in year two? Yeah, they love the guy, by the way. I mean, they they loved him last year. They still like him this year. They did bring in some veteran leadership there. They brought in Dwayne Allen, who is okay. bringing some stability there to the group. You know, they have other guys, too. They've got Clive Walford, the former University of Miami, mm. Miami uh, tight guy, yeah. end that uh, didn't work out uh, over in uh, Minnesota. Yes. Nick O'Leary is still here, former oh, Buffalo Bill tight end. Uh... Isn't yeah, that Jack Nicholas is like Neft or something. That's yeah. correct. Exactly. They've okay. got some they've got some competition there, but by far they're gonna give Jacecki every opportunity. Listen, the guy's a physical freak, dude. When you see him, it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Like he should be better than what he is. But again, last year he didn't exactly have anybody throwing the ball to him. Uh, but they did right. bring in Dwayne Allen purposely to kind of be the leader of, the of that clicks. group. Yes, you know, exactly. for him in a year two. And yep. then when I'm looking at fantasy for fantasy, when I'm looking at these tight ends, right, what what I also look at is the, the wide receivers on that team, right? And, yep. like, if he has an opportunity to get targets. And when I see, you know, Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills, Albert Wilson, there's nobody that really scares me, right? So mm-hmm. is it viable that the tight end position can be, you know— second, third on the team in targets. Those are the kind of situations that I look for for an ascending tight end to see if maybe he could have some opportunity. So, uh, you know, uh, keep plugged into that one. I'm interested in Gasicki, not as a tight end one, but as an interesting option uh, for streamers and on the bench and in Dynasty. I'd like to keep an eye on his progression, Joe. Yes. Yeah. And it'll also tell you a lot about what he brings to the table and what their plans are, because all of those tight ends do a little something different. I mean, O'Leary's that kind of guy that's, you know, he's going to get you those tough lards. Clive Walford is another guy that he's not going to burn you, but Clive Walford should be way better than than what he has been. But Jacegi's the the freak Gronkowski athlete that they, they plan on putting them all over the field. But you're right. He is a guy. Keep an eye on him because if uh, if it works out and he does progress because he's got a quarterback to get him the ball. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a breakout year for him by far. He is a specimen uh, from the tight end position there. Uh, but Fitzpatrick right now, he's listed as the number one quarterback. It'll be fun to see what happens to Rosen. Uh, he is said to have a giant chip on his shoulder this year uh and i would i would think so given the fact that he was kind of pushed to the side and i noticed our poll question too as well surrounding michael crabtree who went to the cardinals to work out and there is a texas tech relationship there between kingsbury and and crabtree both played there um but apparently it, it was reported yesterday that he signed and it was reported he wasn't signed. Yeah. Obviously, the wide receiver position there, uh, there's some concern going on in Arizona. And I, for Crabtree, nobody else is signing him. I don't know exactly what he's waiting for. Uh, but what does that tell you now that you look at uh, Crabtree walking away without a deal there? What does that tell you about the Cardinals and their wide receiver crew for a new quarterback? 
It doesn't tell me that much, honestly, Joe. It tells me more about Michael Crabtree that he needs to look in the mirror and understand what he's worth at this point in time because he's still yep. on the street. So for him to try to want to negotiate, you know, the term beggars can't be choosers, Joe. I think this is more about Crabtree than the Cardinals because if you look at the Cardinals' wide receiver room, okay, we know about Larry Fitzgerald. I believe Christian Kirk is going to surprise a lot of people this year, okay? So if you got those two who are definitely, you know, NFL wide receivers, Joe, right? Then the team drafted three wideouts this year. (laughs) Andy Isabella, who I was high on. uh, Hakeem Butler, who a lot of people are high on. And just last week, I saw a lot of buzz out of this kid, Deshaun, uh, or no, excuse me, Keyshawn Johnson, spelled K-E-E, Sean Johnson. So those are three rookies, you know, and I'd always rather keep the cheap young guy than try to sign a veteran to be my wide receiver three to develop as a clean slate. So this was confusing to me anyway and I was like oh, okay that's nice but will he still even make the 53 man you know right. so I, I don't think this is about the Cardinals wide receiver group because Andy Isabella uh Hakeem Butler uh Keyshawn Johnson let them sort it out um there's no issue with Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk so no I'm not concerned about the Arizona Cardinals wide receiver group um I think in essence if Crabtree wants to latch on he's gonna have to understand that he needs to sign for you know like the minimum uh, or you know something close to that and you're right Joe that is our poll question I ask what still unsigned player can most still help an NFL team on offense I put out mm-hmm. Michael Crabtree as an option. I put out Jay Ajayi as an option who's still out there. And I put mm-hmm. out Des Bryant as an option. There's probably others as well. But don't forget, you know, as like Deontay Foreman gets cut, you know, he, he's not the only guy out there on the street still. Yes. No, he's not. And uh, it's I'm going to be interested to say I don't know how how you can live up to the hype. And that's going to be the real question this year as it starts to unfold. You've got two teams with an, just a ridiculous amount of hype and expectations now, one being Cleveland, the other being Arizona. And not because it's not warranted, and the only reason we're getting it is not because of, of what we have seen from anybody in the past. It's because it's the, the shiny new toy in the room, and we got the number one pick, we got the new coach. Uh, sometimes it's really hard to live up to those crazy-ass expectations, which I think Cleveland's going to figure out this year. But there is one other guy, too, by the way, uh, looking to have a bounce-back type of year. His name is Jordan Howard, and uh, he's on the Philadelphia Eagles, guys. We'll talk about him, interesting enough, coming up next year as we make it rain to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- Gambler, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Wow, that was a uh, hell of a stretch there. Um, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> 7 a.m. in the pit of misery, do crazy Ooh, things to someone. We love oh, you, Pavona. Welcome in. Time to make it rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio oh, Network. Joe and Ari, Dane Martinez. Shamal. Talking some uh, yeah. NFL football, some Michael Jackson looking in the mirror, as well as... Uh, uh, well, as well as Michael Crabtree should absolutely uh, do that as he uh, walked away without a contract yesterday. And if the, if you can't walk away, given your past history to Texas Tech with Kingsbury, you can't walk away with a contract, then uh, somebody needs to look in the mirror. And I'm thinking it's probably Michael uh, Crabtree there. But there is a guy I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about because it's the reality versus perception with this guy is mind blowing. And we have seen this time and time again in the NFL in the past. Uh, guys that are in contract years tend to have, I don't know, a little extra motivation uh, and they tend to rise above. You get a little extra from them than what you normally would. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the season, we're going, oh, yeah, he's in a contract year. Like, why didn't we? Oh, we should have known this. Well, the fact that this guy, Jordan Howard, the running back who is no longer with the Bears, he was traded for a bag of peanuts, ultimately. He is now with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. This guy's not even 25 yet. I keep thinking Jordan Howard's been in the league for about 10 years. He's in the final year of his rookie deal. 
Now, he had a down year last year, but his first two years in the league, guys, he was averaging four and five yards a carry. The guy was a beast out of the backfield for Chicago on teams that weren't that very that weren't very good. He slacked off a little bit last year, but they traded him for next to nothing. He's in his final year of his rookie deal. I don't think anybody is going to be more motivated than Jordan Howard to A, have a bounce back year, but B, he knows his payday is dependent upon what he does this year. So when you look at the circumstances and the fact that he's not even 25 yet, which is still mind-blowing to me because you think we've been talking about this guy for 10 years, how do you look at Jordan Howard, Dan? I'll get your thoughts about that coming up because I don't know where you have him listed, but he's one of these guys that I keep looking at going, this could be the best change of scenery for this kid going into this program uh, and going to Philadelphia. But we'll get what you think on that, where you have them listed. Plus, we'll have our Make It Rain Plays final hour coming up here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network.